Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Hebrews Faith, a podcast focusing on biblical views for being a Christian. My name is Eric Hansen, and I am the founder of Hebrews Ministries. In the last two episodes, we were talking about spiritual warfare, with the first episode going over what it is and some common signs that we are going through it. In the second episode, we talked about more of the armor that Paul mentioned in Ephesians 6, focusing on more of the front side. Today we'll be focusing more on armor that protects our backs and closing out the series. Now in Ephesians 6, verse 16, Paul talks about the shield of faith. Here we see that Roman shields were fitted to protect both the front and back of the soldier and was basically reinforced four times. There were three layers of wood placed together then curved and then trimmed with bronze to help hold things together and add further support. The beauty of this is, beyond just extinguishing the flaming darts as Paul tells us, is that these shields made it very possible for soldiers to also work together. Keep in mind this is also one of the things that Jesus called us to do in Luke 10, 1-3. Jesus wanted us to work together, and when we are in marriage, the instruction goes just as deep, if not more so. Now, there are some battles that we can win without more than just our armor, but there will come times where we need more than that especially if we weren't given time to repair. But even in the smaller battles we face, there's strength in numbers. Not often we are only hit with a single incident when it happens. Typically, we are hit with numerous matters coming at us one after another or shortly after. With this being the case, why should we think it is safe to withstand it alone? This is also where the importance of having a biblical and healthy church family is needed as well. If you'd like to know more about finding a biblical church, there's an episode that was done last year on this very matter that I would very encourage you to listen to. Continuing on to verse 17, Paul talks about the helmet of salvation. A Roman helmet protected not only the head, but also the neck and shoulders. In this verse, Paul tells us the helmet God has given us is of salvation. When we put this helmet on, we are not only protecting ourselves, but trusting in our salvation to God that he will protect our minds, necks, and upper spine. If someone goes for our throat, we trust that between the shield of our faith and the helmet of salvation, we are protected. The only exposed areas of a Roman soldier with her helmet on was her eyes, nose, and mouth. Basically, everything else was protected. Just as we are to remind ourselves, even in the midst of war, that the only exposed areas are what we need to really see and communicate with, so we aren't caught off guard and can let our battle cries for help or victory. Now, one thing I would like to ask you is what greater love is there than this? Even as our armor weakens and many battles on Warfield enter, nothing crumbles into pieces. As long as we put our faith in God and in the salvation that we have with Him, there's surely nothing that can kill us. Definitely probably going to carry some scars. But as long as we keep that faith and keep that trust in God that even through it all, he's going to keep us safe. That at the end of our last breath, that we'll see him and he'll tell us, well done, my good and faithful servant. At the end of it all, wouldn't it be worth it knowing that our helmet of salvation has ultimately kept us together and made us be able to think cautiously about how we can move forward and further his kingdom and protect ourselves as well. Carrying on to the next verse, 17. Paul speaks of the sword of the spirit, and is also an interesting fact about how the Roman soldiers would use their sword as well. While the sword could be used for an attack, it was also used as a warning. 
This meaning that Roman soldiers would wave it as a signal that if their attacker didn't back off, then they wouldn't like what happens next. Sort of like how a dog would typically bark before attacking. Here, though, Paul also says that the sword is the word of God. The idea here is still not to retaliate with violence, but with truth, the gospel. This being said, whenever we can, we should quote the scripture, but another way to look at this is by example. Let's say you're at work and your team was supposed to deliver a finished product, but someone sabotaged it by some means. However, since you were the lead on the project, you ended up taking the attack. Not only, not only that, but the other people on the team were unhappy with you because they started fearing for the job now as well. In this scenario, it's quite easy to want to speak out against one who sabotaged the project, but we are called to turn our cheek. These arrows that the boss and your co-workers are casting at you can be taken care of by your armor of God. After taking the arrows for a little bit, you now decide it's time to take out your sword of the spirit. You still don't attack the person who caused you so much grief, but say you go to them and strut them in their ears. The enemy saw short-term gain, but didn't realize that the long-term loss the Russians created for themselves. Instead of showing anger, you show them compassion, just simply saying that you wish them luck on their future projects. After taking some more arrows of the temperament, you ask the boss for another chance on a new project, but without that one member. So at this point, we pretty much covered all the armor that Paul mentions in Ephesians 6. Now the question is, how do we, how do we repair that armor? Well, Paul doesn't specifically say this in the chapter. One of the best ways and one of the truly honorable ways that we can do that is by prayer. As Paul talks about it, it's not any sort of armor, but it's instead a reminder that we need to keep ourselves talking with God. Not only the output, but also input as well. Hearing what God's telling us to do next in this war. After all, God is our chief in command. We are but soldiers following orders. Luckily for us, however, our chief in command already knows the outcome. We just need to listen to how to get there ourselves. He's already scouted the enemy territory, knows the sweet spots, and realizes what it will take to conquer. As we close out today's episode, I'd like to remind you that Everything that's been discussed isn't things that we can just use for ourselves, but also that we can share with others as well. There's never a wrong time to share this information that God's given to us. We must not also forget that even when things are going well in our lives, they won't be for others. We are to pray not only for ourselves, but for others as well. The way we repair armor isn't just by continuing to spend time with the Lord, but to also stand with others as they face their battles too. This could be your partner, children, other family members, church, or even strangers. There's no reason we can't pray for and with others who are also struggling. After all, our faith is what keeps us strong. As we end today's episode, if you can and you'd like to, please bow your head with me as we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the time that we have together, being able to talk about spiritual warfare, the love that you have for us, and how you protect us through it all. All the wisdom you've given us through the Bible, through scripture, knowing how we can take it on and come to you in times of need, and also fellowship and celebrating as well. Lord, if there's anybody that needs this information that we need, that we can help and reach out to, please guide either us or them so we can meet together joyfully, share what we can, spend our time and very much help protect them as well. Lord, we know people are in need. We know people, believers and none, 
They were going through very difficult times, especially during these uncertain moments. Oh Lord, really we just want to be able to help bring people to you. Help bring people to the light instead of living in the darkness. Yeah, in any way possible that that's possible. In any way that it's possible. Please help guide us in that way to do your will, not ours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Until next episode, have a blessed season of growth.